Hello, Army of Cunts. This is Andrea here. I just wanted to remind you that the hour of stand-up comedy that I recorded last year is going to be available this July 4th. Hell yeah. I'm going to be releasing an EP on streaming services. It's called Gonzo. I'm sure you guys have seen the cover art on my social media. Um, That EP is three tracks and it's going to be available on July 4th. You can pre-order it now. I really encourage you to do that. Pre-ordering makes a big difference. And the full hour uh, with video and also audio is going to be available through Keith and the Girl. So you can get the EP, which will be a few of my favorite tracks, or you can get the full hour video, full hour audio, um, and those two will be available through Keith and the Girl. I will make those links live uh, on July 4th. So I would love if you guys picked up a copy any which way. It's so cool. All the support I'm getting from you guys uh, with the hour makes me feel real special. Um, Also, there is a bit from that hour that I had to remove because I was talking mad shit about my family. That is going to be available to Patreon subscribers who have signed up within the last month. That goes to the end of June. So if you are thinking about joining Patreon, we've got our 200 episode back catalog. We have two of our bonus shows. We have our access to our Facebook group where we live stream. We chat with the fans. That's private. There's a lot of really cool shit to check out on Patreon. If you're interested in doing it, do it now so that you can get that extra piece of stand-up that won't be available anywhere else. You guys are going to love it. I am so happy and excited to release this uh, hour. And also, big shout out to all the Hot Mess fans that came out to my shows in LA. You guys fucking rock. Ow! Parlez-vous français? Écoutez, bébé, oui, je parle français. Je suis canadien. Je suis allé à la bibliothèque. <laughs> <laughs> Working so hard every night and day, and now we get the playback. Trying so hard, saving up the paper, now we got to lay back. Working so hard every night and day, and now we get the payback. The payback. The payback champagne kisses holding me in your lap of luxury. I only want to fly first class desires. You're my limousine. So elegant the way we ride. Our passion, it just multiplied. There's platinum lightning in the skies. Looking living like a queen. Ooh, that's high. This kind of love is getting expensive. We know how to live, baby. We're luxurious like Egyptian cotton. <laughs> We're so rich and out. We're rolling in cashmere. Got it in fifth gear, baby. Diamond in the was luxurious in the style of Gwen Stefani. Do you feel luxurious since you got back from LA? Oh my God. You look it. I feel relieved. <laughs> Emily, who's our guest today? Our guest today is the one, the only, Macy Eleni. Welcome to the show. What is up? Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. It is a pleasure to meet you. And you are you live in LA, right? Yes. Oh, I feel like... So I can't wait to hear about all the luxury. Woo! So <laughs> much luxury, my dudes. Um, 
listen. Uh, well, okay. I've been to LA now. Uh, this will be my third time in recent years. The first time I went with you, the second time I went to, um, to meet a long distance boyfriend who, uh, you know, I found out real quick that he had a Coke problem when I arrived there. Um, LA. Yeah. It's also, that's easy to hide long distance. Sure. Sure. It's Mm -hmm. really, uh, it's really fun to see it in HD, uh, when he's doing Coke off his kid's play table. Um, yeah, you can't see that via text. Nope. Uh, so I've had like, I've had like multiple experiences there and I kind of like, uh, my, my take on it is that like when you're there and you have good peeps with you, it's a cool place. There's lots of like fun shit to see. Mm -hmm. It's very like, you know, there's different areas that have like wildly different cool things to do. However, ways to get active. Sure, there's you mountains. You can go hiking. You can go to the beach. You, you can, can do go cocaine. Swimming. You can do coke. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's like an artifice to it that is fun when you're in a good mood. And when you are not in a good place, it's very, it becomes very weird very quickly. Oh, weird vibes. It's so weird it kind vibes. It takes over. Sometimes you can tell when everyone's honestly in that. It's weird. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like, I was trying to, I, was, I called my mom at like day nine. I was like, hi mom. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, lots of breathing and high voices. Um, but I was like, I think it's like the city is a desert, right? Like it was a, it was a desert and they, they built up this metropolis on top of it. And it seems like a place that like wasn't meant to exist. And now it does. And I think like everything kind of informs that, like the entertainment business is there. <laughs> okay, um, but like it's like no, a fake land. It's like it f- wasn't meant to be a land. Exactly. And now it's like all of these things, these weird. It like permeates things. through it. Well, yeah. it, ha- it has a facade of this is paradise. A facade. A facade. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, oh, this is weird as shit. It's fucking crazy. Everyone here is crazy. Everything's weird. Yes. Everyone's crazy, but no, no one, one wants to admit it. No one wants to talk about it. I literally like we were at I was at a show and I was talking to this woman. It was a bad show. And like, it's fine. The, the, I'm not shitting on the producers. Sometimes like people just aren't in the mood. It was full, but no one was like really getting into it. And um, and the comics were kind of like bombing. And then they'd be like, well, I guess you didn't like that one. Like, waka waka. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. OK, so so I, I I'm, it was kind of hipstery. So I, I, talk, I was talking to this girl comic and I was like in in Brooklyn, there's a version of this um, that's like people are like they're so concerned about being viewed as woke that they won't like laugh at things. Well, they're like too cool for school. They're too cool for school. And so I asked that girl. Uh, another comic I was like oh is this kind of like Brooklyn and that like everyone's too cool and kind of like trying to protect their own vibes and she's like um no like this place has more like a European vibe and I'm like so yes are you smoking crack Silver Lake by the way Silver Lake has a European have you been to Europe (laughs) you've never been to Europe I can't stop there's a 7-Eleven there's no this is not European you psycho and she was just like, yeah, I just, I walk around my coffee and there's lots of cafes. And I'm like, look, look at me. Silver Lake. Look, look at me in my face. This is not Europe, psycho. Silver Lake in Brooklyn, I would definitely say have the same vibe. That's yeah, what th- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, that's, and it's not like even just the place. It's, it is how the people act. So short answer, yes. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yes, bitch, yes. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, I think that I'm, and I, I kept like, and as a comic, you, you, when you go to a new city and like you're in different areas, you kind of want to clock what the people are like so that you're better yeah. at doing stand up there. So I was genuinely asking her because I'm like, hey, I have shows in this area. Like, 
are these fucking hipsters who are going to be assholes? Kendra, she wasn't con- she wasn't listening to you. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she didn't hear anything you no. were saying. She just wanted to look cool. She just went, you're pin vibe. And I was like, oh, am I crazy or are you crazy? Or what's happening? Um, and so I kind of knew that about this place. And, and so many, so many insane things happened. I accidentally gone into an airbnb that was a tent city i got kicked off a show for being too crude for saying cock thing oh it's a thing i'm like for saying cock because it's like it was in a deli it was in a deli i I don't even want to (laughs) like so like i kind of like i started um in like a a stable place i don't know if you're familiar with glendale do you know glendale Mm -hmm. So I had a friend who lived in Glendale. It's like in the suburbs. It's yeah. it's out of the yeah. way, but it's like nice. So I started I staying there in the beginning of the trip. And I was like, okay, this is like fun. I'm like doing shows, but I have this like kind of nice home base to get to. So I'm like feeling still kind of like, okay. Um, and then I stayed at my friend's house in Hollywood. And then eventually we, we accidentally checked into this Airbnb that was truly a tent city. Like, I, I mean, like teepees with mattresses I've seen on the them floor on, on the app there okay this one looked like i'm like this is gonna be i kind of shitty i have to see the pictures sure. that you saw some look super at some point cool like yeah, a vibe like of a type oh yeah rustic. like I'm, I'm the type that i think i would think a tp would just would not work oh i, I, I like i just work the, for anybody judging based on the pictures that you sent me of the actual place it probably looked so magical no, it's not not not, no, not no, the no. pictures that she took. I can't imagine how they could have doctored them to make them look okay. Basically, like, yeah. So we we I we me and my friend Hannah Boone, this comic I was traveling with, we got this Airbnb and it was like fifty a night. So we're like, it's gonna be shitty, but it's like like you know, it's still. We still looked at the pictures and it was like, oh, it's rustic, and they kept saying like hostile vibe. And, and as like, long as you're like, I'm not gonna get murdered. Exactly. There, that's really your only. I feel like concern. Totally. Sometimes in that situation. Totally. And I'm like, this is gonna be whatever. We get there and there is like. The, the doors just unlocked. There's no one around. It smells like bleach. There's roaches everywhere. There's there locks. were roaches. There was oh, there are flies. There were communal bathrooms with like sh- like literal oh, shit no. everywhere. No. Uh, like locks hanging off of things that were like broken, and then teepees with with mattresses, no bedding, no bed, just like dirty. So so me and Hannah are like, all right. Code level midnight. We got to get the fuck out of here. We cancel it. We get another Airbnb. We go to this like mansion, a, a Chinese family's mansion. Um, I, don't know. I don't even know where it was, but they were very nice. But there was like crucifixes everywhere. Like, well, you know, at least they have values. Sure. The, a lot of values. Many, many values. Of very heavily Christian the values. The tent didn't seem to have any values. No, no. We went from like dystopian. I mean, it definitely didn't have any value. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, thank you. Very, very good. Um, so, so we're in the Chinese Christian mansion, and we're like, okay, this is safe, but like, let's find my friend Hannah, who's from LA, was like, I have a an ex who's like really nice, and I, I don't want to stay at his place, but like, we're not staying in this like Christianity den. Like, let's find a familiar face, and I'm like, okay, great, and we have two days left. Um, so. We had like a crazy long day of shows and stuff and we get back and we meet her ex really nice guy. I've actually met him before. He works on this show called Getting Dug with High. Uh, He's like a PA kind of like video dude. Really nice. Like really. okay. so the, the house is like very OCD clean. 
to the point where it's like everything is hung perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's painted. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care. Spotless. Yeah. And like. And it's a dude's apartment. And it's a dude's apartment. It's like a Betty Crocker style level of clean. Yeah. Does he live by himself? He lives by himself. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's right away very like, oh my God, how are you doing? Can I get you anything? Like, like so nice, but almost like to the point like, where it's like, okay, yeah. hey. Like, don't come near me Everyone's fine. Like, you know, and he's like, uh, like, I have all these linens laid out and then I, I here's this linen cupboard and you can sleep in my bedroom if you want. And like, but like very, very like, I'm like, okay. And I'll say this, that Hannah dated this guy when she was like 22 in LA and Hannah's from LA and she's not from the most stable background. She would very openly say this. And I think like when she dated him, he did seem sane because he was like organized and like, and like, he was like the opposite of what she exactly. Had been, yeah, if had somebody has a clean room, I will trust them for especially at a least dude. If I'm three like months. you're a boy with a oh, clean yeah. room, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yes. yes, it's like it's like. But here's the thing: it's like I'm I'm a one of the crazy clean people, and there's there's insanity on both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There's insanity of like uh, crazy like rooms all fucked up on drugs, erratic all the time. Mm-hmm. There's hyper organized crazy, which is also psycho, but it's just like shielded better. So right, but like if I move like one box sure like if i just move like one dish uh-huh. to the other side of the room they would walk into the room and be completely freaking out they, they would he's gotten to the point i think now where he like he like would just like pick it up and put it back but like mm-hmm. he'd be like shaking while he picked it up like everything's fine everything's fine like that's the he'd vibe be doing his breathing exercises exactly. while exactly and so hannah was like this guy was my nicest boyfriend he's a good person but he's got there's some rage and I'm like, oh yeah, oh. I can, I can. You can sense tell it's it. in there. It's like military kind of rage, where you can just kind of like sense it. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Those kind of guys, fucking, I don't want near them. I honestly. can't. I don't because I, that vibe is because it's like because it's like everything has to be so under control. And I get this sense that because everything has to be so under control, maybe if like three things go wrong, you're gonna fucking snap. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer my crazy to be just out there. So I'm like, there you are. You're fucking nuts. But like. I know what you're going to do. This style. The crazy you know is better than the crazy you don't know. And and I'm familiar with his crazy. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not like him, but like, I'm uh, more of the like, I want everything to be in, in, in control because I've had some traumatic it, things yeah, in get, my life. I feel that. I totally get it. I'm like, you are sweet. Like, she told me like, he's, his father was abusive, like really abusive and left his family uh, he's from Alaska, which is like a you know it's middle kind of, of all nowhere. Really tying together here. Oh, yeah. believe me, things. I'm just like, yeah. He he makes complete sense when you hear mm-hmm. his backstory, and I'm like, oh, the violence is from your childhood. You're on edge all the time because you just feel like you're under the threat of violence. Right. Even, so what what was the edgy thing that happened? Okay, so 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 we get there. And we're so happy. We're like, oh, we're not in the tenth city. He's got seltzers. <laughs> if it's not a tenth city, we're doing okay. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not literally on the street. I have a bed with a sheet on it. Yeah, a, a beautiful with a beautiful sheet and sel- right tucked in military tucked style. in military style. <laughs> so many seltzers available. He's also like, he used to do a lot of pills. Um, and Hannah did too. So when they were together, I think they used to do it. I don't know how much. 
Um, so it's like he's, he's he doesn't drink. He's sober now. But I'm like, but you're not like, but you're not sober. But you're not sober. You're not sober. You're it's high sober. all the time. You're high all the time. And you're ra- on, on weed or still on pills on weed. But I, oh. but I think the pills come out to play. That's the thing. Everyone, a lot of LA people fuck with pills, but no one really says anything about it. It's just like yeah, they're vitamins. Yeah, it's healthy. It's true facts. It's it's like yeah. it's just like I'm just like okay, and you can just you can just feel it. So so we're we're hanging out all night after our shows. He orders us food, which is so nice, and we're chatting. We're having a good time, and finally, this is the theme of this trip. I like put my guard down for a second, and I should not have. And you were smoking weed. I took an edible. Oh, okay. And anybody who listens to this show knows Andrea's uh, tormented history with edibles. (laughs) I don't know why I keep doing it. Yeah, why do you? I I don't know why I keep doing it. Listen, taking an edible when you're there is different than taking an edible when you're here. Yeah. But the last time you took an edible, it was from California and completely regulated, and you still ended up thinking about death for six hours. Well, that was a 10 milligram. This is a five milligram. Oh. So it's like, okay. I, the thing is, I've taken edibles in L.A. before and I've like gone for a hike or something like that. That one day when we took edibles and then we drove up to Malibu was beautiful. The best day of my life. Beautiful. So that's like the perfect kind of edible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I, t- I ate a brownie like probably a year ago mm-hmm. in L.A. And I kid you not, I, I ate it because I was hungover at noon on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I woke up Sunday at 11 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, that makes like, sense. I never, I hadn't slept that long since I was actually an infant. Yeah. Did you get it from a dispensary? Yeah. yeah. And I just ate too much of it. Yeah. My and boyfriend like, and I, we were so hungover and we were just like, okay, we'll split this. I don't even think we looked into how much was in it. And we literally, <laughs> that was at noon on Saturday at 11 a.m. the next day. We were just like, where we're, the what fuck happened? did the weekend go? Like, what, what happened? the fuck happened? Like, yeah. I haven't peed it was like, and I haven't eaten for this long. Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? It's like the hangover. You have a tiger in your yeah, apartment. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> yeah. fucking strange. It gets crazy. And like, here's the thing. Again, edibles going to the beach with your close friend fine but edibles in, in this psychopath's house yeah, in this in this uh in this like crazy uh, he like has nazi vibes but he's not he's a far left he's like and he's like a far left extreme he's like socialist mm-hmm. so the but it's like but i mean when you were describing the military angst vibe yeah i Nazi vibe. It's like, like I thought that right. Uh, Does he have gosh. a crew cut? He's uh shaved yeah. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's not. The, what's confusing about him is that he is extremely leftist. When you talk to him, he's very feminist, very sweet, kind. Like, yeah, I'm sure he's real gentle. <laughs> what <laughs> he is? I'm sorry. What did he have in what his did house? He do? Okay, not so because I don't want being s- efficient. Okay. No, I know you don't want to throw him under the bus, so I'm, I will. But like you said, how great he is! I'm like, we he's, get he's a good get, ass like, person. You're great. We get it. He's complicated. I know you have a lot of trauma. <laughs> we, his, I get it. Please don't come to my house. Okay, there's so, two sides to every story. Uh, Everybody has a past. Everyone's got a. Please thing. don't come to my house. <laughs> it's closer to your house. I know. <laughs> so okay, so Hannah had mentioned to me. She said, "Listen, when we were together, he was great to me in a lot of ways. The one thing." that was a problem is that he loves guns and I was like huh, I'm sorry what was that he loves what he loves guns and she was like he he would not one of them loves loves them. guns loves them and he he would not um one of their main fights that they would constantly have was that he had guns all over the apartment and she Loaded? was like oh yeah and she was like she was like I don't want to have guns all over my house and but he's like no, it's for our safety. And it's like, no, it's because you feel unsafe at your core and your parent hit you. But that's not, we're not going to blame guns. society for all you. We're in Glendale. We're in the suburb. No one needs guns. We don't mm. need guns. 
And and also, I, I would argue that if you have a gun in every room of your house, you're actually that's too many guns. Like, that's yeah. Like someone breaks in, they 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 have access. Now they have access to a gun. You you grab your gun, they're gonna grab a gun from the guest. Everyone room. has guns, right? It's gun city. There's guns on the walls. He's just like, I'll have this. No, one. I, I love guns. I love guns and baking. I'm this suddenly is... juggling guns. This guy exactly. loves to bake. Also, the dichotomy of like <laughs> of the house the the housewifeness of him with the guns. I was like. I think I might have died in LA and I'm in hell now. Like I, I truly felt like I was on acid. So he, so we, we spend the whole night with him. It's like 4.30 AM. I'm high as fuck. And then he starts talking about the guns. I'm like, fuck. I, like I knew she warned me about the guns. We got so far and we're like, I was like, I know the guns are in the house or I'm assuming the guns are in the house. I'm just going to not think about it. And then he started talking about the guns and me and Hannah were both like, ha ha ha, but maybe not with the guns, maybe not. And then he goes, and then he goes, oh, I got this new beautiful antique shotgun. Do you guys want to see it? Nope. And, and both of us look at each other like, Ah, no, and I literally—I don't even know him, but I keep joking around because I'm so scared. I'm like, ha, ah, no, but like, no, that's, ah, that's a funny bit, but no, please, 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 I'm high. No, then he's walking off to go get the gun, and me and would Hannah you, are would like, you, would you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ha ha. No, please no. Would you think my that- eyes are begging you to not get this gun? <laughs> They're like saucers. They're huge. And I'm like, please no. Would you maybe, would you have thought of being like, sorry, like I'm really sensitive when I'm high. Like I really don't want to think about guns. I was so scared. I was yeah. so scared. And it's also, we're in his house. You don't want to inf- be sure. Like, yeah. you just could not be sure what was going to happen yeah. next. And because you don't want to insult him. Exactly. Because I'm like, you're crazy enough to have guns all over your house. It's like if you and were. And in- you're extremely repressed. So if for some reason I somehow seem like snotty or whatever. I'm back right. in the teepee. Is that, oh, I was dying to be in the teepee. And, I- and this is his collection. It's like. I, I don't li- want to insult I liken his- it, Right. I liken it to my dad's. Antique. My, I liken it to my dad's guitar collection. It's like if you stay in my dad's house. Yeah, but your dad's guitars can't murder me. This true. is what I'm yeah. saying. But I'm saying he, the passion is the same. Right. Well, that's what he. The thing is, he's mm-hmm. pretending. You have to entertain him. He's pretending that he loves this gun because it's like beautifully crafted or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, no, you love this gun because you're afraid that your violent father is going to come back and kill you. And also there's something sick about like, there's two women who are both like kind of joking around, but seriously being like, don't bring out the gun. And you had to bring out the gun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, there's something like sicko and power. Like, to- obviously knew that, your friend Hannah doesn't like them. Like that's you said, why that was they one of their main up. fucking problems. Like you obviously you fucking know that already. So maybe you're not that sensitive. Oh. I don't know about him anymore. Oh God. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh you don't know you about don't him? Know? You're well, not, you're I thought not we sure. were trying to get on the narrative of like, we're sure he's a nice no, guy. This is we why. Don't, we this don't is know. why. I don't know why she always does this. She always defends people. And she's like, I need to see. Because I'm the child of a fucked up person. <laughs> yeah. This is what always happens. I'm always surrounded by fucked up people. And I'm like, your empathy, your empathy is going to get you six feet underground. I've just, like fuck it no I've no it off now. no and you're right and you're right i mean this was like uh, he like was how many guns does he have in his house i don't even know there must have been more like more than five uh, easily and he was like there's one in the drawer he was like pointing it out like one in the closet one in the blah blah blah, blah, blah. it's like and f- like we're talking rifles we're talking, we're talking handguns hand- no handguns handguns okay <sighs> so then he comes out with the shotgun he's like don't worry it doesn't have bullets i was like ha ha i don't know that ha 
And like Hannah, we had a truly psycho moment where he was like waving it in the air and he looked so happy. Like he was like so happy that he had the gun and we were both like, like it felt like it was going in slow motion because I'm like, so then I grabbed the gun from him, like, let me see it. Like, why don't you give it to me, like, for fun so I can, like, see it? But really, in my mind, I'm like, give me the give me the gun, psycho, so that so that I have it. And, like, even though I know there's, like, ten more around me, so all of a sudden, if we get in a right. shootout, I have the... And, and you have to reload the shotgun every time, so it's like, you actually don't stand a chance. So he gave you the gun? He gave me the gun, and Hannah, Hannah was, like, sitting there watching this go down. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. You're, like, laughing and, like, holding the gun and, like, trying to get it away from him. He's smiling, and I'm like, this is... Real, I really was like, and then finally he like, he, he's like trying to show me the like wood carvings on it. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. And Hannah's just sitting there like, oh my God. And then he, he takes it back and he's like, okay, good night. And I'm like, oh, good night. Good night. Why did he bring out the gun just before we go to bed. That's the thing. He, he's like just trying, to let you know. Yeah, let us and know. To make you guys feel. There's something Scare, of the man yeah. like trying to make women feel uncomfortable. It's oh like, yeah. No. It's a you. power he's trip. Trying, it's a power. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dominance yeah. thing. Because it was like it was like it wasn't loaded. I know it wasn't loaded, but it's like it's psycho because I know that you have bullets. It's gross. He's like just before bed. Like let, I just want you to know like, that I have all I these have guns this. and I'm a big powerful fucking psycho who bakes cookies and has shotguns that he loves. He probably has a Pinterest board with like all the guns that he wants to get and recipes yeah yeah and recipes for bullets and bombs and guns and then so i truly we we're like sleeping i like look over me and hannah are texting each other because we don't want to talk loudly because we don't so i just be like oh my god the gun. <laughs> she's texting me like i don't know i'm so sorry i can't believe it and like there was this moment where it was like i have to go to bed but like i don't really want to go to bed because if he snaps and i'm just lying on the couch he's gonna fucking murder yeah, do you have a moment where you're like i've lived a good life honestly i really did and and to be honest i like <laughs> i've been i've been going to like group therapy and therapy for like a year and change now and i really feel like a lot of my like like you can't control everything like mm-hmm. i'm like saying like grant me the serenity to accept the <laughs> things i cannot the serenity change prayer i'm saying the serenity prayer and just being like He's probably not, but I'm high. Like this was already a psychotic situation to have to deal with without uh, edibles in my system. But I also was on edibles. So that added a whole new flavor of insane. And he's on edibles. Have you ever shot a gun? Yes. When? In like the wilderness in Canada. I have have too. I I have too. I went to a gun range. I went to a gun range range on a date. Oh, fun. Like five years ago. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, I paid and then he um, dumped me the next day. Fun. But uh, <laughs> you have to pay like $100 yeah, each it's, to it's shoot at Yeah. Um, but I remember doing it and I was like, I'm not sure I'm, I want to do this. And it, w- it was a shotgun. Yeah. Um, or a rifle. I don't fucking know the, sure. the difference. A long and one. A long one. Yeah. And I shoot it at the target. And as soon as the gun went off, I was like, damn, that felt powerful. Yeah, sure. And... I'm not even somebody who wants to shoot a gun, who is violent in yeah, any way. They're fun. If I was a big dude, possibly with anger problems, I think that nothing would stop me from killing a family of five. Yeah, that's a thing. And that's what I said to Hannah was like, 
you can tell that that he's like even chilled out a little bit since they've she said he's chilled out since they've been together and he was talking about like going through therapy and dealing with his rage issues but i'm like he's not even he's not even close though like i i look at him i'm like you are like three bad things away from like totally freaking out you shouldn't have guns in your house mainly because you're gonna kill yourself like i'm gone and safe now but i'm like I feel like they're everywhere. And he kept being like, I have my video equipment in the house. I'm like, nah, that's not what this is about. Let's not pretend it's like protecting you from all these thieves. Oh, he thinks someone's going to break into his house and steal his, his tripod. His video yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, I have my like, cookies and my Pinterest board. I know. I'm like, it, but it was so, but that was. Qu- yeah, this is LA. Everyone has video equipment. Yeah, they all have video equipment. Exactly. I know. It, it was quintessential, but that really, it really encapsulates the thing that scares me about LA is that unstableness masked with like perfection everything's mm-hmm. fine that's actually LA to a T is yeah. everyone being so fucked up either not knowing what they're doing not doing anything like can't yeah. be sure, but it's all masked with like fakeness perfect perfection. perfect look well, at my antique gun and I'm like we need to send you you can't just put the word antique in front of something and it makes it not scary. not a death machine like I thought you were gonna say vase yeah, like, like yeah. you're just saying oh like, my god like you wish it was a fucking oh, vase oh I would never have been happier to see a vase in my goddamn life I would have given him $500 to own the vase and then I'm like and Hannah's around the corner like she's in this little nook he built like a nook he's like a housewife it's so weird so she's sleeping in this like little bed nook and I'm on the couch and she tried to like close there's like little doors you can close okay. she tried to close the door I'm like no 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 you don't close the door you're not gonna you're not leaving me out here in open terrain you're in the Amongst safety of the, the nook guns. and I'm in the open range gun zone <laughs> and she's like okay and I really like in the middle of the night I was like well maybe I should just like run around the house and like get all the guns and then just like run into the streets and just like throw them and in the what, trash litter the streets with I don't guns know, I don't know and and I I don't know man I don't know if I could have done it I think I might have what would you do checked into a hotel I thought about it I, I, I he would have just made me so uncomfortable like all I can think is you laying there like you know high on the edible and mm-hmm. just Opening an eye and him just sitting there rubbing it. That's what I was <laughs> looking at. Like you a lamp, that's like a, all that's I, what can I was think thinking. of. Yeah. Is that I would just lay there and be like, fuck, I'm gonna wake up. He's just gonna be like smiling at me. Yes. And being like, today's the day. And I like, make everything right. Yes. You're beautiful. Yes. Like a no. million percent. That was the vibe. He just really sounds like literally the, the depiction of like my least favorite kind of human being in the world. Well, yeah. What? Um. So you. It's repression. It's like such a level of repression. And I even said a few things to him like, because I have anger problems. I mean, not in anywhere near this area, but I, I didn't grow up in a violent household. So I, I don't understand. I'm trying to understand what he comes from. But I, I said a few things being like, you know, I've just learned that like I filter a lot of my emotions through anger, but a lot of them like it's probably sadness, but I'm using anger because that's what I was like taught. That's how I was taught to emote. And I kept saying it like at him being like, and I here's some free therapy. Yeah. And and I went to talk to people for that. And you can, too. Like, I kept trying to kind of. It doesn't of, sound like he was being angry, though. It sounds like he was being um, passive, like almost. Um, but it's like a ticking time. Bomb. It's docile. a ticking time. But well, that's what it is. It's like it's it's sort of the Alanonic because he dated Hannah. Hannah's an addict. A lot of the time addicts will 
will pair up with like alanonic people who want to take care of everything yeah and they just give and give and give yeah Yeah. but they're angry they're like giving and giving and giving but but they're secretly being like why you're always not like receipt like exactly for their like soul yeah it's just like i'll give and give and give and you don't ever fucking and it's like you can't that's not a that's not a way you're sick too just because you're more organized and you're in control quote-unquote doesn't mean that this is not like a sick way to live and i think that he keeps tricking like he was like yeah you know it's great here like sometimes i just like i'm just take a bunch of pills and then i clean all day and like you know and i'm just like yeah i don't that sounds but he's isolated that's the thing is he's isolated so he can behave this way no one he doesn't have a good friend that's coming by and being like hey dude saw you've been Saw you've been folding, (laughs) hitting the pills, folding your laundry and shining your guns all day. Yeah. Wow. And then Los Angeles glamour. I never want to run into him. No. I I sincerely hope you don't. I think I'm staying out of Glendale. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's Glendale psycho. I'm moving soon and I I think I'm staying out of Glendale. Fair enough. You're moving within L.A. though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You you moved to L.A. from the Midwest? From Ohio. From Ohio. So that must have been pretty jarring when you got there. It was. Did honestly, you have people that it you was knew? honestly the opposite? No, not a person. Wow. It was just the Brave. opposite. I grew up in Ohio my entire life, and I have just stuck out like a sore thumb since the damn day I was sure, born. Me and too. I've just been like itching and scratching to get out. And I would come to New York as much as I could because my yaya, my dad's uh, mom, Greek mm-hmm. grandma, um, she lives in New Haven, and her husband's a professor at Yale. So like I would go there mm-hmm. to like go visit them, but yeah. like take a train to the city, like bye, sure. like see you later. And so then it ended up being LA. So like I like craved what I got out of LA. Yeah. Even like the shitty stuff. Even like moving there and it being really shitty for a while. Like it's exciting. I, it was, shitty LA was better than Ohio on its best yeah. shining mm-hmm. ass yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like so I just couldn't be happier to be submersed and just like well, that's what it, that's what it is. It, New York can be crazy too. I'm not like New York's stable. It's just totally different. It's just, it's just different. different. It's different. Yeah, like I I'm from Vancouver, similar thing. Like in Vancouver, I was like the wacky one all yeah. the time. And so I came here and it's like I have the freedom to express who I am. Mm-hmm. I get to meet interesting like-minded people. That exists in LA too. Um but I guess for me uh New York, I'm submerged in people and people are very, very uh, honest here to a fault that like it's hard to handle sometimes. But L.A. is so the opposite that I think if you don't have like a squad of people who have your back, you are truly just bouncing around like psychos. And and you're just like and and the fact that it's also an artificial kind of place, like in terms of, uh, you know, the highways, everything. Sure. It feels even crazy. Like, you're like, am I in a fever dream? Yeah. Uh, but I think it was also because I had, like, been through so much up to that point that, like, when he was waving the gun, I was like, of course, of course, of course like, he's I waving the gun. I feel like that's going to be on, like, this is my first day of this trip, like, by the sixth day. Like, where <laughs> no. the fuck am I going to be? <laughs> no, God, I hope that not for you. I don't think that'll happen for you. Um, But, God, have I never been happier to see Emily's face and, like... Get a bagel. You're welcome. Oh oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Truly, truly like fun. Crazy. I walked around um, one night. I was with my friend Dan, Dan Lamort, Uh past guest of the show. And we walked around the like Hollywood strip and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like this is scary and fucked up, but it's like, it's like kind of real. Like. The, like the Viper Room and like the 80s yeah. LA, I find that it's very kind of interesting. Like the 
dirty, but like in a good way. That's like, what it, I want. It's like yeah, the, the trash that isn't trash and stands out. And yeah, it's like just good. Yeah, I'm like I was saying to Hannah, I was like, I can see how really great art comes out of this place because yeah. it's so crazy that you can kind of like it's kind of like Vegas. Like you could kind of just go for a long time living in all these fantasy mm-hmm. worlds, and it kind of like probably breaks your brain a little bit and then you create something really it's what a lot of people are beautiful. doing out there yeah that makes yeah. sense and i'm like i get that i appreciate that about this but i don't think i could i think that i'm too um i'm too sensitive and um i'm also too like earth tree canada like the thing is like my kindness is is perceived as weakness a lot there and it, that's the same here but like i'm friendly and everyone's like what the fuck is, what's your angle? And I'm like, I just want to, uh, someone waved a gun at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the, the like earthiness that you're describing, I feel like a lot of people on they, the West Coast depict themselves that way. But they're not, But though. they're not. But they're not. They're not, because yeah. It, I, we were talking a little before the show about like wellness people and. It's too, like the word wellness like triggers me. Wellness. Like, I, I hate the yeah. word trigger, but like wellness triggers sure. me. The word wellness. Well, well, let's get into you. Macy, because you're 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 let's a YouTuber. Get into you. Yeah, let's get, get into inside. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, what, uh, we're gonna go inside said. of you now, and you're like, that's my crazy <laughs> New York story. These ladies asked me to go inside. <laughs> they told me they were gonna get inside of me, and then it got weird. Well, Emily had talked to me about you because she loves your channel. Well, so I I discovered you. Yeah, give through, me the deets. Yeah, so I discovered <laughs> you because when I started my recovery for an eating disorder, which I've talked a little bit about on this show. And by a little, I mean probably a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but I discovered you because I kind of, I was on YouTube. I think I probably came across like a recovery related video. And I was like, oh, there are people who are documenting their recovery. And mm-hmm. it's like a very interesting little community. That's how I started making my videos was I saw one girl that was doing it. And I mm-hmm. was like, I didn't know this was a thing I could even, because I already had my channel. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing people were talking about yeah. on the internet. So before that, you were doing mainly like fashion. Like, and- I had basically like me and YouTube back in like 2011 when I was in high school and living in Ohio mm-hmm. in my mom's basement. I started my YouTube the channel. like before, YouTube story. Before it, what's in my bag video, like literally mm-hmm. it was nothing then. Like yeah. YouTube was so weird. You didn't even use your real name because you like weren't even sure how safe that was. I was fashion outsider 09 back then. Uh-huh. I don't even know where it came from because I was like a fashion outsider in Ohio, you know? (laughs) And I would just make those videos and then I went to college and it had a lot to do with self self esteem and just like shit going on in college that I just didn't do it. And then when I decided to move to LA after graduation, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start making videos again. And I was making fashion videos, like Mm -hmm. outfit of the week, stuff like that. And I literally was miserable. Like I every time I went to go shoot, I cried because I was just so Yeah concerned with what I looked like yeah and I was literally missing the whole point of why like why I'm in LA what I'm doing like my personality like yeah who I am as a person like I, so when I, I was making those videos and then I came across one girl and it was before the recovery community on YouTube's kind of just blown up in the past like yeah year. it's, it's awesome. weird yeah. it's, it's interesting it's like I don't know who was it that you came across Jen Brett oh I love her. I love her and I've become friends with her now and she's great she's the petite girl with oh, the huge with the ass. awesome ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love she's, her. She's a queen. Amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. And she she's is- amazing because, uh, well, she's very unique in that, like, she's been documenting it for a long time so you can see her physical transformation. Yeah. And it's like, she really, like, 
practices what she preaches. She really does. And it is so inspiring. Yeah. Like, uh, she's she, and beautiful. And but. I think I saw her and I was just like, she's not like, and I will just get myself into trouble if I talk, I swear talking about the recovery community. Cause it's just like some of it's talk, so shit, fucking talk, weird. Shit. And like, she just didn't give me that weird vibe. She was just right. like a normal bitch living with her boyfriend, like just living her life. Yeah, yeah. Right. And like, that is what I was like drawn to over like, weird like hospital sadness sure yeah well yeah i don't even know why they're letting girls vlog inside of inpatient treatment centers right now like i they're not one and like i wasn't even allowed to have my phone so like i'm confused how you're vlogging in the hospital you can have technology it feel it feels like predatory to it feels invasive it feels strange it's kind of like and getting in the way like i could see a million ways that that could get in the way i mean i get one negative comment on Instagram or on YouTube and I'm like in a tailspin for the rest of the day. Well, it's imagine if I'm in treatment and I'm vlogging. It kind of, it kind of like, it kind of poses the question. And like, we've had, we've had a few interviews on hot mess that we have not released because the person is so clearly still fucked up. Like maybe just got sober or, uh, an ex that we talked about who like had like a rage freak out on us. And it was like, you are not in the position to be disclosing so much about your life right now because you're sick and but, raw. Yeah. It's like affecting you. Yeah. To talk about it like that. And it's like, I don't want to put, I don't want to be putting that, although it's entertaining, I don't want to be the person putting that out. Cause that's not right. And, it, but it's also, but when the girls are documenting their recovery, it's like, I don't want to be like, you shouldn't be doing that because I want awareness, yeah, but there and is I'm a also line. Like, if it's helping you, like that is the line. It's, it's really weird because then part of me is like, I feel like it can get in the way, like even like gaining subscribers and gaining popularity. Sure. And it's like, then you, I feel like you kind of start to like disconnect to stay from what you're really it. doing. Well, when you're, when you're sick also negative attention can feel just like attention. Yeah. Right. And, and it can be validating and it can actually yeah. work in the opposite way like why are people like you're so skinny well i know that when i when i was really sick and people would say that i looked sick there was a part of me that that really yeah Yeah. because i felt special and i feeling look yeah sick mm -hmm. it's special it's attention it's skinny it's like yeah yeah that's why when people say like oh you look healthy they like freak out yeah yeah that's why um that girl do you know um eugenia cooney cooney there's a girl named eugenia cooney on Mm -hmm. youtube I don't even know like what niche she would put her in. She's, she's just like a generic. She's like, always made like fashion hauls, like yeah, like kind of goth punk vibe. Yeah, very emo like emo vibe. Yes, she like long black hair, the swoop, the side bangs, the swoop. The yes, yeah, high school baby. Yes. Very. When I say very thin, I mean like dangerously sure. thin. And um, so she has like over a million like I don't well, even know how many YouTube. I've been the, the talk about her and like her eating disorder and her not like recognizing it or ever talking about it has mm-hmm. literally been going on I swear since I was in high school like mm-hmm. like seven I don't even know like yeah. 2011 yeah you know I didn't even it didn't even come to my attention until like last year because people started making videos about yeah her. people started yeah. making videos about her and I think like it's gotten to a point where it's been this long and she literally has never said anything about her having yeah. an eating disorder, but mm. it's very obvious. She'll like put the camera, she'll like pose in certain ways mm-hmm. that, like, I mean, we talk about this all the sure. time, you know, she like wants, she wants people to see how sure. gaunt she is. And it's like, like, clear like the pro Anna website yes, kind of look. Like yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. clear that she's very, very sick, but all this attention that people are giving her, like commenting on it, like you're sick, you need help. That's, 
the last thing she needs. Well, it seems like it would freeze you in. Like, I've often had concerns with uh, the fact that I do comedy for a living because I'm constantly in an environment of misogyny and I have problems with rage. And so that is like trigger constant. Like, I'll never go out a day in comedy. I mean, it's better in New York. It was tough in L.A. because it's really like, oh, they are not kind about women there. Right. Um, but it's, yeah. Hollywood um, shocker. Oh, my God. Horrible monsters Ugh. everywhere. Um, but like. I have these and and it's also like I have a show where I talk about openly about my problems and I'm like, am I steeping myself in my problems? And am I like constantly going back to the toxic environment to do my job? What's like I, I'm learning as I grow older, I need like places to go that are separate from this and I need to have like boundaries with this because mm-hmm. You, you can keep yourself sick to be interesting. People want, oh, yeah. people like want you to be That's sick. That's literally yeah. why I, I mean, I just recently completely like left that channel, mm-hmm. even though it was like, it was really hard to do because it was, I spent a long time building it and it yeah. was a good audience and it was able to bring in like really good brand deals. And it was a good, it, I built it and I just, in my mind, I was like, damn, like, how am I going to leave something I've put literally so yeah. much into? But I am just so out of it now that like, just, I couldn't make a video without comments like, having to do with what I've eaten, even if it's not a video about recovery, because I started trying to make less videos about it because mm-hmm. it just wasn't the reality of my life. Sure. And it was just constant hundreds of comments about people's eating disorders and DMs about specific things about their eating disorders, mm-hmm. like literally to the point of like, because I've talked about like laxative abuse on my channel sure. and like just trying to like normalize it a little bit because a lot of fucking people. Oh, it's so common. It. Yeah. And like I yeah, just wanted to. It. And, but then I like would be literally getting like 20 DMs where they're like, I'm peeing out of my butthole like what do I do what yeah. do I do I took a thousand laxatives and I'm like why are you telling a stranger you're peeing out of your butthole well, and, I don't know. and you're not a professional right and yeah. I just I'm like I make YouTube videos yeah well it's yeah I mean I do think you were saying also like that you are, have done a fair amount of recovery and you live like a, a you live out loud in like a regular life yeah I think that's like I think we need role models like that and I think it like I mean I don't I'm not in this world but like Jen, the girl that you showed me, it's like, I think it's equally important when there's people in the sickness to explain it. And there's also people who are moving past it. Yeah, Yeah. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback because I basically, I mean, I didn't stop YouTube. I switched over to a new channel. Yeah, good um, for you. Glazed and Glazed. And it is so much fun. We just have a good ass time. And it's like, I feel amazing and I've gotten a lot of feedback just like that. Like this is more inspiring than any fucking what yeah. I eat in a day yeah. anorexia recovery video. Well, because it's, it's your passion. Like you're not just doing something because you know, there's an audience which can be tough. And I know, um, I have a lot of respect for that. Like just at a base level of like, if I felt like, and I don't, but if I felt like this podcast wasn't like what I, felt passionate about it anymore. Sure. And I wanted to start another one. I'd be like, there would be part of me that would think, wow, I'm going to start from zero. That's, like I'm going to start. That was literally yeah. me. I was like, fuck, like I've worked so hard to get even where I am. And like, but I, I was literally get just a going, little, a little I was literally just going through the motions making the same videos. Yeah. I hated all of them. I was never excited. I never wanted to read the comments. And I'm like, 
what am I doing this for if I'm not like trying to like interact with people? Of course. Like I want to read my comments. I want to talk to people. I want to enjoy this. I feel like if you, as soon as you start making art or whatever our meek media is now, like I think this is art, but it's also like podcasting content. or I mean, yeah, content, I, whatever. I think we're all artists. As soon as you start making ah, <laughs> like I hate myself when I'm saying this. As soon as you start making ah, <laughs> if it doesn't feel meaningful or exciting to you, then that's an indication that it's probably not that good also yeah like, no that it's like it was definitely like not like i wasn't entertained by it like, yeah i was not being i was being as me as i could be over there but like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in that community they're just so hypersensitive and like i just that's not the way i speak that's not the way i live my life sure. and it's just like that's not me so i just felt like i was like this person that they really had like made me up to be in their mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. and there was also the half of people who were getting mad because they wanted you know they related to me sick they related to me right. sad. yeah and so for them to see me go to a better place i think it you know in their minds they're like well i haven't done that yet and then so like, yeah. it's like hate on her call her too skinny like tell her this tell her mm-hmm. that Ugh. it was just constantly too much i got one comment that was just like too much about how I'm always picking low calorie options, which I'm not, but like, LOL. Like I'm literally, Macy literally did a video where she ate like 12 different donuts. Literally. I, I'm just trying to like reg, regular, regular, regulate, 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 not not the right word. Normalize, normalize just eating fucking food. Yeah. And, it was just so much like people would literally see like if my boyfriend would buy accidentally like the reduced fat wheat thins which are literally no different than the normal sure. wheat thins and they would see them in the back of my video like someone would literally comment that wow I'd be like macy hasn't like really gained any weight if she and she's eating what she said she's eating and i'm oh, like god and i would just like oh my god i'm a 26 year old woman like fuck oh yeah like yeah. seriously like it's my business like i get it i'm under control please stop feeding into that everyone's body looks the same during an eating disorder because that's part of such a big problem I have with all of it mm-hmm. because I just want more representation and I, those things just keep the stigma going so much being like, well, you're still like so skinny. Yeah. That, I mean, that's incredibly judgmental. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's yeah. And I mean, especially you, um, making that kind of content for however many years and they can actually see, like you could go back and see what it took to get to that point where you, you know, if you're doing something because it's a low calorie option or because you actually yeah, and like, like it. I wasn't even in, I think the thing people get confused on is that like not everyone starts recovery at like a lowest weight or something right. like that. Like I was at a physical lowest weight in high school when I did go to treatment. But when I, out of college, like in LA, like I was not the lowest weight, but my mentality was fucking insane. Yeah. Like all I thought about was food in my yeah. body and it took over me and I and I knew it would do that for the rest of my life if I didn't do something. So then people see it and they're like, oh, like, what does your physical recovery look like? And I'm like, just because yeah. they didn't see you changing. Yeah, because they didn't yeah. see you changing. And like, I have like my it's my genetics. Like things right. like that really do make. Yeah, up you also things. should like, never have to like explain right. why and, you are, which is why I felt like I had to separate myself because yeah. I felt like I was sticking myself in a box that I just like did not need to live in anymore Absolutely. at all. And the mental part of it is so like, there's such. There's so people are so cruel. Like what makes me so upset about um, the way that men react to eating disorders is that they're like, well, you want the attention and you want to be skinny and being attractive in our world gets you things. LOL. You created this system, by the way. So fuck 100%. you. So no, but, fuck but you. Also, how dare you? But also like, uh, 
at least uh, speaking from my experience, yeah. I didn't want that kind of attention. Yeah. Like that was the time of my life that was the darkest. Like I did not want male attention. Like male sure. attention made really me uncomfortable. Like, you, like it was I about, about me. You. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was about like feeling very like, Ah, just feeling all this self-hatred right. and not like, I don't think like, yeah, all men, it's not about you. Yeah. That's, it's about that's, us. It's not about you. Thing. And, and it's like, and it's also like they have, if the, I want a male attention, I would look more like the way I, that I look now. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Not, like not hard. And, and they, and so I would do squats and eat whatever I want. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It seems like, um, it seems like why would anyone want to put themselves through the torture of ruining for themselves food? The thing, one of the major joys of life is now like something that you have to work through to be hot. Like when would that ever be a trade off? You psycho. Yeah. But it's just, it's like everyone reduces it to this, like they want to be skinny and pretty. And it's so like, yeah, that's just never been the case. Like I've talked to so many, I'd say hundreds, thousands of people with, eating disorders, all different kinds. And like, I've never heard anyone tell me like they just want it to be no, hot, I know. to look good. And it's that's what everyone so brands it as. So much more. Yeah. When- it, it's, it, I, the, the main thread that I hear from most people is it comes from feeling unlovable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not deserving, not worthy of love. Yeah, I mean, mine started when I was probably about five or six. And that's when my parents got divorced. My dad is like, we're not in speaking terms right now. He's blocked on sure. Instagram and on Oh, phone. he's blocked on Insta. Oh, and my phone. For my dad's two blocked months, in life, I set, too. I set boundaries. Yeah. Finally at 26. Hell yeah. And he literally, he started it. He started those comments about my oh, stomach yeah. and about every part at of my body. Six? At like six, six years old. And I just realized then that I could spit my food out in the trash can after at the table and yeah. no one would notice. And if I got thinner, like to him, it was celebrated and like yeah. it was a continuous thing. And it's stuck with me. Like mine just, of course stuck. it does. Of course it does. And no matter how much I could like kind of pretend, like not pretend I was confident, but like I was a cheerleader and like mm-hmm. was on the TV in school and like did all these things and was trying to have my hands in all these buckets. But on the inside, it was just always about the fucking, yeah. I don't even know. Like I just had to keep control over it. Well, it's, it's Ugh. my, uh, like, my dad used to say stuff like, oh, I remember, ha ha ha. I like, I'm so, I'm so, I love like pissing my dad. I'm such an asshole. I love pissing him off. <laughs> um, and I remember my, my mom has a really good relationship with food and I'm really, and even she has her problems because it's like, every gener- Well, she's steeped in diet culture. She's just like everyone else. Woman. My mom is the same way. She's like, fine but like she but it's still like very ingrained it's It's like there Mm -hmm. it's ingrained in their like way of being yeah um and like i'm not critical of her for it i'm just like don't say that stuff to me because i don't like prescribe to that way of life but she's she's well-meaning and loving but i remember in college uh the first time i gained like a significant amount of weight i think i'm I'm like 190 now but i was like 180 then and i like rolled home for spring break all like I'm fucking you huge motherfucker. You literally rolled? Oh, I'm I, kidding. I was, oh, I, I was living the life, man. It was like New York City pizza, like bagels. that I probably shouldn't say. Beer. But, you know, it's fine. But it's uh, funny. But, but so I remember him being so panicked. Like, does she know she's, does she know she's heavier? And like, like privately talking to my mom, like we have to get her on a diet. And it's like, 
I, I gained the freshman 15. I'm having a good really? time. It's like, it's like not alone. that big yeah. a fucking Literally, deal. Yeah. Like just because someone's body changes a little bit or doesn't look like everyone else's does not mean that we need to jump to change it or be on a diet or Bodies go change. to a workout class or yeah. do like any of this weird cold sculpting shit. Like I just it's it's so it's so like and I remember he used to say thing like if you eat chocolate or whatever, like boys aren't going to like you like mm-hmm. real. It's all like and they they truly believe that that's the truth and that this is the system that, that yeah. we're supposed to all live in. And it's just like it's so liberating to be like, it's not the truth. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and just be like, I live so ha- I, I have everyone struggles, but I live so much happier free of that just like i no longer subscribe to your bullshit i'm no longer allowing you to filter your trash into my head the further i get away from him or like negative people in my life the more i'm like you're fucked up you stay over there waving your antique gun literally that's (laughs) why i blocked my dad i was like bye like i'm not doing this anymore and it feels so good was there one particular conversation or something that broke straw that's camel's back yeah Yeah. (laughs) camel's Um, back yeah i mean my dad's just like he's a narcissist through and through same z he's a cheater through and through he's currently dating a 23 year old who just moved in oh fun she will probably be his third wife yes i met her a couple i met her a couple months back before the block has happened Mm. um he's just like but you would meet him yeah he's super good looking super charismatic i have i look like i look like him i act like like we have a lot of the same things except i'm not a narcissist like i have empathy i'm a real person yeah and he just he treats my sisters i have two younger sisters like shit like garbage yeah my sister who's in college called me up and she was bawling her eyes out and she was like dad just cussed me out over something and something or other because he's really going through it right now the 23 year old girlfriend the recent divorce oh it's not gonna work out he just had to sell his house and his yacht he's losing his mind a little bit oh no oh, oh he will not rest to tell you how many sure. things he's lost oh oh don't worry and it's your bitch mom yeah, you fucking like, oh, he yeah. threw it all away yeah and i just like literally text bombed him and i was like why are you fucking cussing out your daughter trying to walk to class like i was just getting ptsd when he did that to me sure. when i was in college sure. mm-hmm. and i just lost it i was like you are so embarrassing like you should be ashamed like i wish that i could record some of the conversations we have him send them to the people you work with yeah this is fucking embarrassing no and he was just like you're never there for me you're never there for me i'm like what about when i was 16 on the phone with you and you're telling me about all your mistresses like i was there for you yeah because i that was the only way i got attention from you mm-hmm. i've always been there for you you've never been there for me and i was like so i'm literally blocking you and yeah. i have not talked to him since then and even on father's day i was like should i unblock and i was like fuck no, no. i'm not gonna let my boundaries Mm-mm. down well because you feel that guilt pull yeah and it's like and i've i have not talked to my dad for maybe we've emailed a little bit the big the big break off was maybe a little over a year ago and it was a similar well similar trajectory but um but he has he cheated on my mom and eventually ended up breaking up with her and marrying this woman and this woman said this horrible thing about me and my mom to my brother's girlfriend she's crying everyone's fucking freaking out and like he's defending the wife being like she would never and i'm like okay oh my god that's literally 2011 in my life yeah like and it just hit a point where I was and I was on the phone with him and he was just being like, they're just crazy bitches. And I was like, <laughs> I don't have friends in my life that refer to women as crazy bitches. I don't care if you're my father. Like, you've done so much goddamn damage to me. And like, there has to be a wall that I hit with you where I just can't. I simply cannot take it anymore. Yeah, you're preaching like, to the choir. For, uh, for what? 
For what? Nothing. For what? Nothing. And like, it's also there's with narcissists too, is there'll be a period where they're nice for a little Mm -hmm. while and you're like, okay, maybe it's like safe to go back in. My dad took me and my sister who's in college on this weird little vacation to Newport oh, Beach to meet a, the 23-year-old girlfriend. Love a, love a good and vacation we were trap for like five I days. I really can't get over the 23-year-old she girlfriend She just thing. graduated from college like yeah. this past May. So mm-hmm. his girlfriend is younger than his so oldest daughter. So she's in between me and my sister's 20 and I'm 23. Ugh. And then he has another daughter that's 15, 14 or 15. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's just like him. Like, oh, I love his he has life. all daughters. Yeah, what a horrible been, nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was married to my mom, had me and my sister, then got married to the woman that he was cheating on my mom with. Sure. And then they have just recently got divorced in the past couple of mm-hmm. months. Um, it is just crazy. The, the craziest thing to me is how these men keep getting women to marry them. Well, because, yeah, well, I mean, because our society, yeah, because 23 and also because our society has this hilarious little trick that like women are told that unless you have a partner, unless, unless you're with a man who's secure or whatever, then you're not like a real person. Like it, but everyone's always like, do you have a boyfriend? I mean, this is again, not like yeah. amongst my circles, but that's the propaganda bullshit that's fed to like yeah, little totally. girls. So it's like, if it, your dad is affluent. No, he's, so he he's, does the thing. He puts on the yeah. persona. He literally, my mom tells me that the day that they got married after saying I do, he literally was like being mean to her. And she was like, what? what? Who is this? Who is this? And he was like, I had to be nice to you to get you. Yeah. He literally no. said that to her on the day of their wedding. Yeah. And he has done that continuously. So he meets this 23-year-old. I don't know. I think she was like 21 oh, when they met. Oh, God. And he was... He put off the front of like yeah. I've got money, I have a boat, sure, I have a house, I have and these it's like, daughters. You don't have any of that because like everyone's taking you to court for yes. divorce, and you're splitting it all with my stepmom now. But it, it just cycles. It just cycles and, and now cycles she and cycles. Had this amazing job in Chicago in finance right out of college, wow. was making bank. She left the new it. girl. Yeah, she left it to move to Columbus and live with my dad in his like weird new like bachelor apartment. No, because like my no, yeah. she literally just moved in. A week ago. I heard it through the grapevine, though. Oh, like, obviously. Right. Of my oh. sisters. Yeah. Wow, I feel sorry for her. Yeah, but but it's no, like she's... she's I'm, I did not... I mean, we didn't vibe on vacation. She sure. said no. that I was not... She said to my dad, like, Macy's just... Like, I've just never really met anyone like her. She, like, grew up in... So she's from Indiana, and she, like, grew up very sheltered. Mm-hmm. Like, she literally tells my dad, like, I've never met anyone that talks like her. That, like... Is a, mm. I'm like, what is a person? Yeah. Like, I don't know. She was like just saying that me and my sister were just so overwhelming and we're just too much. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. Well, because you have personalities. Bye. Yeah. Because you have like opinions and you're like, you're like you're afraid like, to speak out. my dad. And yeah. you're so young and it's so fucking weird. And you're acting like you're like my, like she was like wearing like pearls and like J. Crew. Yeah. Like, are you, you're not my mom. I love. Or my stepmom. Uh, or any of my moms. There's this. Yeah. So my dad's wife kind of used to, she I like don't hang out with her obviously but there was a period of time where my dad would show up to events and bring her and then she'd be like hi and I'd be like this is not I didn't know you're gonna be here I'm very overwhelmed I'm ambushed you're ambushing me and like 
we're not acknowledging the reality of the fact that you had an affair. You were in my family's yeah. houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman that you had an affair with, whose husband with is my mother. Yeah. But they don't get that. There's, they, there's no connection. And it's like, why? And there's never any acknowledgement. Like, yeah. There's never been and any the acknowledgement. The kids are just supposed to roll. Yeah. I feel like I've just been having to roll my whole life. Oh and my I'm just like, God. why do For, I just have to roll with your bullshit? It's crazy. It's just because tr- you're their spawn. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's maddening. Really, it's kind of like a hostage situation in a way because it's like what I'm supposed to bring it up to you that what you did was so insanely fucked up no you can't and then like I have I mean I literally have had so my dad is like I think he's just I think he's on another level of just like hitting the wall yeah of craziness sure well he's he's gone through the cycle this like narcissistic abuse cycle so many times and what happens is by the end of their run they don't have anybody and like the everyone around them is using them for something because those relationships they build relationships where they're like the king and they're in control of everything but like yeah, my dad's lonely. I can tell. He emails. Oh my god, my dad is so lonely. Like he yeah. used to call me drunk all the time, and I'm yeah. like, "You need a hobby." Like, oh my gosh. is it twenty three year olds? Like, yeah. please. Like, <laughs> quote of the year. Literally. Like, he <laughs> yes. needs a hobby. You need a hobby. You need a friend. But it's like, but oh, his friends. But after the divorce, my son, like, all of their friends think he is so fucking weird now because he's because of what he's doing. Because all of them no have kidding. kids that yeah. are our age. Yeah. So it's like. These these forty year old men like go they they like destroy everything they disrespect their children their wives their everything and then at the end of it they're like oh why is why is why no one talking to me why and is my life empty and my, my dad had no one to drive him to his colonoscopy appointment a yeah. couple months back I remember and it was like a big deal well because his girlfriend doesn't have a license yeah yeah she's literally fifteen <laughs> yeah and like I, he had no one to drive him so my yacht had to fly from New Haven this eighty year old woman yeah. to come take my dad to come to Columbus and take my dad to his colonoscopy and like take care of him. Yeah. His mom. Because he literally had no one to do it. He was trying to like get my sister to do it from college and she lives it's only like an hour and a half away and she was like no. Good for her. She was like no. Yeah good for her. No. What do you what do you think what would it take for you to start talking to him again? Like do you think like literally I don't think I'll ever like I don't think we will ever have like a great relationship. Sure. The shitty part is when we're like hanging at a bar, like mm-hmm. or watching a movie, having mm-hmm. a cocktail. There like always has to be a cocktail sure. involved or like some weed or something. Right. He's very into his sativa. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Um, <laughs> literally, he goes sativa. I got a little sativa. Oh my god, that's so uncool. And we can have a cocktail, yeah. and I'm like literally With my this. child bra. Yes. And so <laughs> I like we vibe and like we have so much in common like well, movies he's your and music father, and like yeah. he gets me like that but he's terrible. Yeah. And I think it would what I need from him to just unblock him dad if you're listening mm-hmm. um is just a fucking apology and acknowledgement of like I did something wrong. Like I treat all of my children like garbage. And mm-hmm. like the whole drama is that like he got divorced from my stepmom and like they have a child together. My half sister who's in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And so this was all like a big deal for her. She never grew up seeing my dad as like how I saw him. She grew up seeing him married to my stepmom. Like she didn't mm-hmm. know kind of like his abusive past. Sure. And so this shook her like to her core. It was like of the course, worst thing that yeah. ever happened to this girl. She yeah. lived very much more sheltered than I did. Didn't expect it at all yeah and she really lost it and like her seeing him go from like that her parents getting divorced and then her dad dating a 23 year old right away Mm -hmm. and then her moving in right away it shook her and I was just like dad I want you to take this time of your divorce to like 
maybe like get acquainted with your children. Maybe be a better sure. dad. Like just do it. Come on, like fi- like come on, let's fucking do it. And instead, it's like the twenty three year old, and like that's my priority. Yeah. So like I feel like I'm just like until your priorities are a little more in check, like I just simply cannot. Well, it's also it's also I don't know uh, narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. Uh, like I've spoken to a lot of therapists about it and they're like, it's the only one of the personality disorders that rarely seeks treatment because they, in, they deflect everything off of everyone even know. else. Like, I don't even know if I've ever heard of someone like getting actual help for being a narcissist. Right. It's very, it's very difficult. He's been to therapy lots of times but in different, you know, with me and my eating disorder, with couples, with fam- like family vibe, yeah. like, but never like. He did, like, a little bit of anger management, which did help, like, his fucking abusive rage right. that he had when my parents, when he was married to my mom. But, yeah. like, it's, like, now he's just, like, this fucking, I don't even well, know. Well, the, like, at the core of it, and I'm, like, I've spent a lot of time learning about it over the past year or so because I finally had, like, answers for why this person I want to love me and care for me just cannot do it and won't do it and and maybe does half of it but then punishes me for it afterwards. It's, like... It's because there's such self-loathing at the core of it that everything has to be outward. Validation has to be outward. Mm -hmm. Uh, Problems have to be because of other people. Everything has to be like away from them because they don't they don't like themselves. Yeah, his main issue with my stepmom literally was that she didn't show him enough affection. Right. It's, he was yeah. like, I want to be cuddled and held. And when he started dating this girl, I was like, so why? And he's like, you know why? Because I want a woman for once that doesn't talk at me. He's like, I've had my mom, like a very like strong sure. Greek woman, your mother, you, your sister, Julie, all these strong women that, with their opinions yeah. and like just talking at me constantly. And he's like, I just want someone that's going to tell me like, How I'm great fucking you awesome. Are. And like, that is that. And like, wants to hang out at the boat and like that's all like wear a crew neck that says CIC Yacht Club and like but it's like some fucking Ray-Bans but like, it's like and that's you, my life you're, you aren't that great these women aren't like and also, nagging and you. so you don't want an equal partnership in any way no, like, you like, don't want a relationship those women have an expiration date yeah. and it, it probably will hit at maybe 26 yeah well because around 26 a woman starts to be like oh I don't have to just like put up with everything all i'm like is dad you thought i was like fucking a screw up like you when i was 23 you thought i didn't know anything and now you think this girl knows things yeah he doesn't because i'm like do you think this girl's gonna want a baby one day because like you have had a vasectomy and like you have like you know that's not happening he's like she doesn't want kids i'm like okay she's 23 i didn't like i didn't yeah i'm just saying like your mind changes. Yeah, and there's something about like having a father who does marry a 23 year old. Oh, it's like, probably going to happen. And I mean, he's definitely like <sighs> almost 60, if not 60. Yeah, and 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 like it's just like that. That is viewed as so normal. Well, he's like Macy. What the fuck? You live in LA. Like you live in LA. And I'm like, yeah, but you're also not like a billionaire. And yeah. like, she's oh, he's not, saying you live in LA. Like this yeah, should he's be like, normal. He's like, this to should you? be normal. He's like, yeah. He's like, you live in LA. Like you know girls. And I'm like, yeah, with like sugar daddies like right. you're not you guys are tr- like you're having a real relationship like it's not the same situation like yeah. you're not a billionaire and she's a sugar baby like she works in finance you work in finance and like you guys live in Columbus in a townhouse like it's not the same situation you're as in LA millionaire. It's, also, it's also like the, the it's funny to me that this situation is so common and yet the inverse if like a, a older woman was if with my mom was doing this everyone would be like what the fuck although I mean part I'd of be me, like mom get it yeah part, like, she part did, of me would be like I'm cheering for that. Just whoever she wants. Make it equal. I'd be like, high five, baby. Oh, yeah. I want my mom to have like seven 25 year old boyfriends. It's not 
emotionally I would really like correct for like, them to be carrying her around I, on sure. bed. I want that for my mom yeah <laughs> but I the, want that for her the thing that is I and mean, my mom since my parents divorced she's dated um but it, it's like sad to me because she, she's viewed as like whatever and yeah. I'm like you're this like beautiful smart kind educated well-off yeah, worldly like, person you're old she's you're old like, yeah exactly she's she's, she's like my mom too she's fabulous and it's like why does my dad who is like a fucking loser get looked at in such a like light just because he has a penis and Mm -hmm. I'm just and he's it, is a, it is a systemic problem oh, yeah. with, between... Stop waving your guns around and fucking 23-year-olds, yeah. you psychos! <laughs> Seriously. My dad has a lot of guns. Does he have a lot of guns? Oh, he has guns. God. I'm sorry. He has to, guns? I'm sorry to tri- literally oh, trigger literally, you. no, like, I just... It's just that kind of man. Like, I just... I, I Yeah, no, I know this well. man, the man that you met is Macy's dad. Like, I know. He, he, ha- like, he lives in Glendale, I guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, did I stay at your dad's? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god you know what this has been lovely but we are getting to the end of the hour Um, Macy where can people find you and follow you where's your new channel that people can subscribe to blazed and glazed fuck yeah on YouTube it can you can really take the name any which way you want I want to get a tramp stamp with it on my back (laughs) yeah (laughs) smoking weed but like I'm thinking like we're, we're, we're trailblazing. We're women. We're doing our fucking thing. And we're also like glazing our faces like glazed donuts because like I oh, fucking I get love a moisturized, oh, glowy, yeah. dewy look. Get that coconut, yeah. whatever the mm, fuck all over yeah. my face. Mm, SPF. And then just Macy Lenny on Instagram. Yeah. she. And uh, I also would suggest to anybody who's like going through it right now to, to look at your old channel too because you have a lot of... It's like a whole just thing, honestly. A book yeah. from yeah. like start to finish and then blazed and glazed is like... The next chapter. Like the next Movie. chapter. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know what? Subscribe to both. Please um, do. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram. If you want to support us, <gasps> go to patreon.com slash hot mess. Bow, bow, bow. Um, I mean, just do it. Just, just <laughs> fucking give me a just dollar. Just give us a few dollars. For $10, you get two fucking bonus shows. You get the entire 200 episode back catalog. Um, you get to be a part of the Facebook group at $5. Just go on there. Patreon.com slash hot mess. Check it out. Check out what we have to offer. Um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have three followers. <laughs> which is Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We go live every Friday at 12 noon. 12.30. We go live at 12.30. Um, and we interact with the fans live. We do a live version of the show that's just the two of us. And it's, it's super quite fun. I can say fun. I checked it out. I checked Hell it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. I, I, I like you. the video content too. It's fun. Yeah, it's very... We're new to it, but we like it. We're new mm-hmm. to it, but I gotta say, the people in the chat make the show. Oh, yeah. Like, and I didn't suspect that going into it, but I'm loving talking to everybody in real time yes. and like getting to know. Yeah. It's the I gotta best. catch one of these live. Also, by the way, uh, all the Hot Mess fans who came out to my shows in LA, I love you guys. It was so nice. Amongst the gun waving, I had an oasis mm-hmm. of listeners. I think. So, you guys were waving your guns yes, in the audience. In support. Metaphorically. There were so there's one at almost every single show, and it was so fucking That's fucking cool. awesome. Yeah. You guys fucking rock. And I love talking to all of you, and uh, you were my sunshine. Viva la army of cunts. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.